to empty your queue. Uh, my name is Dustin. Hola, mi amigos. Me amo Camarón. That's you all. Just did the That's whole it. thing in Spanish. That's That'd it. Incredible. <laughs> that would be that. That's all I know. <laughs> okay. There's a few. Uh, I know a few other things. But Today we are we are gonna have a conversation. <laughs> we are gonna have a conversation about a staple of the horror genre. Yeah, we couldn't decide which one of these is just so good, so we decided to just talk about them all. We are talking the anthology horror movie. These are movies. The, the anthology horror movie. So these are movies that are split into segments. Think like Trick or Treat, VHS, Creep Show, Creep Show, Creep Show Two, Creep Show Three, Tales from the Hood, Tales from the Hood Two, The ABCs of Death. <laughs> um, there's a lot. They do a couple. It seems every year or two. Uh, there's another one that will be coming out next year. It looks like it got pushed due to Rona. Which is Kevin Smith's uh, Kilroy was here, which is just ah oh, just a travesty. I wanted to see Kilroy was here so bad. Yeah, I can, uh, Chris Jericho's in it. Harley Quinn Smith. Wow, his daughter's in it. That's such a surprise. It's good to see him That's finally really casting her in something. Yeah, I'm really shocked that he would like help her out like that. You know. So I guess the, it's a it's a large topic to to broach, but. Doesn't seem like it. All these movies suck. Okay, so good. What a good jumping off point. What about it do you not like? What makes it suck? So I remember, okay, so I haven't watched a lot of these in a very long time. I've never seen any of these, but they suck. No, I've said (laughs) Tales from the Hood is probably my favorite. Um, That always has been since I was a kid. Uh, Tales from the Hood. I always like, I think it's because I like the show aspect of it. Cause like tales from the crypt is probably my favorite in this regard. Okay. As far as horror anthology tales from the crypt, I think is like the quintessential. Right. When it comes to it. And it's my favorite in regards to it. I, I do like what American horror story does as well too, but we're not talking TV. I guess we're talking fucking movies. I mean, we can talk the TV if you want, but when I think of anthology, I think of like the movies, so, that have multiple segments. I don't yeah, think every I don't season's remember, a different story. I don't remember. Well, I mean, uh, that with that's with American Horror Story with um, Tales from the Crypt. Every episode was a different story. Exactly. So that's more anthology yeah. than um, we're going to do nine seasons with the same cast, but it's a different story every. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think of like multiple stories. It's an split anthology up into, series that is American Horror Story. That's right. for sure an anthology series. It is. It is for sure. I just I don't I think, think VHS it, is the best one to come out. It's up there, and I think there's a there's a very distinct reason why, for me, uh, because movies like the the majority of anthology horror specifically, um, so like Trick or Treat, Creep Show cat's eye like you get like dark humor in it like there's a lot of dark humor and a lot of going for laughs and like i think that's my problem with a lot of it is that that shit falls on deaf ears for me and just comes across across as corny so vhs is really good in the regard of it's pretty straightforward and it's kind of it's really creepy it's yeah. There's a couple of those segments, like the segment with the girl who turns out to be a succubus. Yeah, I I really remembered that. That like, one was yeah. He comes back out and like she's just eating his friend. Mm-hmm. 
Just sprouts wings. Like that that's pretty good. Like yeah, that one That one was pretty cool. I think VHS Because that one plays as if they're taking advantage of her. Exactly. The entire time. And you're See, like, what is the like, am I gonna watch some rape revenge fantasy type thing in this first segment? And then it's like, no. She's this horrifying monster that just mutilated your friend. She still likes you. Yeah, she's cool with you. Uh, there was a couple others in in VHS. They made two more. They made VHS two, and then they made VHS viral video. Okay, see, I've only seen the first one. I have not seen VHS viral, but I did like VHS two. Fuck, I forget what happened in like most of VHS. I feel like us just winging it on this one. Basically, all right, I won't say they all suck, I guess, but uh, Trick or Treat definitely sucks, and that's the one that most people like. And I've seen that enough times to know it sucks. Um, every aspect of it sucks. I don't remember most of the stories because they sucked so much. Uh, I just know that there's that stupid ending tale with the little pumpkin head man that the guy who's been telling the stories the whole time or whatever, it comes for him in the end. And I don't fucking know. It was just stupid. Why, though? It was corn like trick or treats corny. Like it's, it's really like corny. Trying to be corny. No, it's not. No, it that's no, 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 no. And this is what has always pissed me off about this, is it is not. It, it is the fandom allowed it to get away with that. The person who wrote that movie and made that movie was going for a serious tone with little hints of comedy and stuff but was going for actual scares. It's a corny, poorly made movie is what came across, and people just loved it for some I don't, God knows what reason. I I really don't know. I mean, most of the people that I knew that really loved that movie sucked as people. They had the worst taste in film. They were annoying little fucking dweebs, and like just were like those really like, the people you go to convent, like if you go to a convention, where like that stereotype of a convention goer, those are the people that like trick or treat that I had to fucking listen to talk about how great trick or treat was. I worked at a blockbuster at the time when it came out, everyone was renting it and raving about it. I rented it cause I was like, Oh, this seems cool. Wasn't very contrarian back then. I really like immersed myself in everything cause I fucking watched whatever I wanted. And I was just like, what, is, what with this, what is going on with this? Like it, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it's not as bad as the room, but what? the person who made it had an entirely different like plan than what it panned out to be. So you didn't like the zombie kids that were in the school bus accident. You didn't no. like Anna Paquin werewolf. Oh fuck. The Anna Paquin where that's the one that was the one that I was like, oh, my God, what is happening? What is this? I'm t- you didn't like the one with the dad who poisons the, the candy? The one is like Little Red Riding Hood, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was the other one? The the school principal that gives the kid the poisoned candy and then tries to bury him in the backyard, but the neighbors are talking and he's distracted. And then him and his son carve the head of the kid like a jack-o'-lantern. Oh, Yeah. I yeah that isn't that what becomes the jack-o'-lantern at the end or whatever no 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 Sam Sam the pumpkin head Sam the kid is just like the the figurehead that you yeah that weaves the the stories together yeah yeah it's like if uh if the creep the crypt keeper the creeper yeah so I think these are a staple I think the fact that they are 
short stories you get like short segments i think the fact that a lot of them often do lean into ridiculous comedy in the middle of the horror i i think that makes them accessible to a lot more people um i think ones like vhs might be better movies that people that enjoy straight horror would like more than like if you were to just watch like a creep show or well creep show not really because creep show is kind of a classic creep show is a fucking that's an over-the-top campy yes jokey horror thing and what's funny is this all this this idea for me to talk about these like trick-or-treat is like limp biscuit in terms of like they it's a fucking joke and it's really funny to be like wow look at that but the people making it were like we're down with it this is real this is the shit right here hang on i gotta write that down Don't you listen to these edit these? Like Yeah, but this is so much easier if I if I <laughs> if I recognize what's gonna be the quote in the episode in the moment. Oh wow. But no, so, so they're these are just big budget versions of people sitting around a campfire telling dumbass stories. Yes. And since I was a young kid, that has been the most <sighs> tired, ridiculous, stupid way of telling spooky stories. I've never been afraid of it. I've never been scared by it. It's always just been really lame. The hook hand stories, things of that nature. It's just not, it's not scary. It's been told for 70 plus years now. And I don't know. I just, horror anthology to me doesn't do it. It's like, hey, we had a bunch of half-assed ideas. So we put them all together here as opposed to having one whole ass idea. Um, See, I like it because often when I think about it, I think of like, you get different writers, different directors, you get different actors, and then like you get a much bigger group. Like you get more introduction. It gives more people a chance. Well, yeah, it's cool when you get John Landis and Steven Spielberg to make a horror anthology, the Twilight, Twilight Zone, Zone movie, movie yeah. which is the best horror anthology movie of them all. Which is just remakes of Twilight Zone episodes. Which is just, yeah, <laughs> but they're the better remakes. Like, especially the John Lithgow version of uh, Terror at 20,000 Feet mm-hmm. is the elite version of that. Like, Go watch that William Shatner and <laughs> it's pretty rough, but, and then you got Ackroyd at the end, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, reprising his role as that, as the creature on the wing of the plane. No, no, as <laughs> the like hell, the driver to the ambulance to hell or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and wish into the cornfield. Uh, I forget what that's called. I don't know though. Cause what I, what made me, like I was saying, what made me think about this was I was watching creep show one night, uh, like a week or two ago. And I thought it was, it was trick or treat that you were watching. I, I watched that too, but I watched creep show and it was the segment where, uh, where Leslie Nielsen finds out that Ted Danson is banging his wife. <laughs> so he buries them both in the sand right before high tide and lets them drown. And they come back as like, sea monsters essentially they're just wrapped in uh seaweed <laughs> i forgot about that wow. <laughs> and they haunt him and dig and bury him in sand yeah and it's so insane and over the top and like it took me five minutes to like confirm that it was leslie nielsen that i was watching do this <laughs> and i was just like here we go okay like i was like man love a good horror anthology here like what they don't make them like this anymore yeah that and i think that's what i like about vh well the, uh, yeah they really don't but uh, i think that's what i like about vhs is it kind of it's doing a serious thing it's taking itself seriously and it's creepy in its presentation and they they cover a wide range of things because the anthology too. of that is you're watching a found footage film 
of someone who stumbled upon a series of VHS tapes that is now watching them. Right. It's, I think it's like people breaking into a house. Yeah. And they're like, oh, they find like a dead body in one of the rooms. And he's watching these bunch of like a stack of VHS yeah. tapes everywhere. And they start watching them. Yeah. And like each one is the next thing. And they're all presented in like a found footage way. Yep. And you have, you know, the succubus. You have um, like a monster in the forest type thing. I think they just call it the glitch in that segment. Yeah. There's aliens in one of them. Yeah. There's, like, it, it well, it covers... ends with the aliens, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And then it just it covers a wide range of things. Yeah. And I think that's what I appreciate about it. I like that one because, okay, so I like just jumping around from story to story to me I with no cohesion or anything of that nature. Or, or if it's just a storyteller, like, telling it to a group of kids or some shit like that. Uh, so you were not a member of the Midnight Society? No. I'm very, like, I, I've just been very over that for a very long time. Like, I, it doesn't thrill me or anything. It doesn't get my goat. It doesn't. Is it hard being so hipster all the time? No, I just would like some, it, look, it's, it has nothing to do with that. It's just I don't like to buy in. I don't give a shit about as I said, half-assed attempts at just cranking out some real quick ideas that it's like, here's my version of Little Red Riding Hood. Look how clever I am. I couldn't write a 120-page script on this, Did you? so en- I made a 25-page script Did on this. Did you enjoy the Amanda Seyfried, Gary Oldman vehicle, Red Riding Hood? Did I enjoy it or did i love every fucking minute of watching that because I was have you seen say, that fucking movie not recently holy shit that thing is top-notch bad like yeah i'm not surprised like I, that is elite level that's a top five or like the room like that is something you can watch and really really enjoy how bad like gary oldman is doing some like Transylvanian accent throughout he's, yeah, it. That's he's reprising Dracula. Really, really bad. No, dude, this is worse than that. Like, at least in Dracula, he's like kind of just using his British accent most of the time. Mm-hmm. His like actual accent. Like, this is just, I don't know what he's doing. Okay. Um, Seyfried hasn't really figured out acting. Um, the whole storyline of it, the twist in the end, like the twist kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, they do a really good job of making you think it's the grandma. You make you think it's the boyfriend interest, all sorts of shit. Um, yeah, it's, that's a, that movie's a doozy. Yeah. It's got a lot going on. Back Lots, to anthologies. Though. Back to anthologies. Yeah. I, I was, I'd use that as a point to say, that's why you do a 25 page red riding hood and not a 125 page red riding. No, hood. no, no, no. You do the 125 page <laughs> one. I'd rather that than the shit I got in trick or treat. Do you think that like pedigree of the filmmakers makes that big a difference? Like if someone said, Absolutely. Hey, if they were like, Hey, we're bringing back uh creep show. We're going to get Ari Oster, Jordan Peele and um, Eli Roth. Not even Elara. Who's the Mike Flanagan who does okay. the the haunting series on Netflix? We're gonna get like forty million dollars in directors. We're gonna to yeah. make these movies. Well, that's like the Twilight Zone movie where they're like, "Hey, we're gonna get the the best of the best." Well, at that time, Landis was Landis was one of the best of the best, but he wasn't really like Spielberg is the the top of that. Which is incredible that at that time Steven Spielberg was like, "Yeah, I'll make a Twilight Zone movie." Like, oh no, it makes sense. The Twilight Zone is literally the influence for everything. Oh yeah, it, like it's The Simpsons did it of all modern storytelling. Of, yeah, sci-fi and all modern storytelling. Yeah, yeah, like you can literally if there's a twist in something or 
it's you at the end of something you're like what how did that happen it's like that fucking twilight zone it's probably, probably a that. twilight zone episode. Yeah. yeah like there's like a 300 of them so but yeah like if they went so if they went like big budget for an anthology style movie or like i guess another one to, is like kilroy was here so like i know you're iffy on Kevin he's Smith. doing all that it's there's no other writers or directors it's no just, yeah but like that's not a good thing is yeah so that's something that you're like eh, i don't know like You'll well, see it, I'm sure. But okay, so Tusk was enjoyable. It was not an anthology movie. It's not, but I'm just <laughs> talking about his his horror writing, because Kevin Smith is kind of like he has these different. I guess I don't know. He writes a horror movie like he writes any other movie. No, he doesn't. He it really seems, doesn't. It really feels like it. No, 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 no. Tusk was not like he, Tusk was like Red State the way he wrote that. Um, I forgot about Red State. That yeah, Red bad. State's actually okay. That's probably his best written script. Um, outside of Dog, no, I'm sorry, Dogma and Chasing Amy are his best. Like those are his best written films. I know Chasing Amy is really like out of date and people don't really like it, but it it is a good movie. Like it, it's really not the best in terms of like its treatment of gay culture or like any <laughs> understanding of gay culture, right? But uh, and women for that matter. But it, it it is a good movie. Like it's actually Ben Affleck's really good, and like everyone's kind of like knocking it out of the park in that, including Jay and Silent Bob. Like it has Jay, it has Silent Bob's best monologue that he mm-hmm. get like when he it, it's his best like break the Silent Bob code effectively, where he tells the story of chasing Amy. Right. Um. So I have no hope for. Kilroy was here. Okay. Because whatever Jay and Silent Bob reboot was, was very, I think, indicative of that this guy just doesn't like. He has a formula he follows in terms of how he writes a script. Yeah, it doesn't feel like there's a lot of people like pushing back on his ideas. No, because he is fully in control of everything that he does. Like everything. he's he there's no like he does a lot of crowdsourcing and he does a lot of like self-funding. So he has the control, which is like why it's very alarming that Jane Silent Bob reboot was like, honestly, that's like a five worst movies ever made for me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I own the fucking thing, too, because it was six ninety nine to rent and eight ninety nine to buy. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll just buy it. I know I'm going to watch it again. I love Kevin Smith. (laughs) <laughs> and then I was like, I don't think I love Kevin Smith anymore. Right? Maybe Kilroy will win you back. No, I don't think so. I don't, so yeah. So I think because there's no information. I thought I didn't know that was an anthology. I thought that was like a a slasher. No, it's gonna be an anthology. I think it's centered on a slasher figure. I think Kilroy is gonna be a slasher figure. Um, but it is because the preview for that literally did not look like an anthology. Of no, episode. not at all. Uh, it's yeah. So what he described it as was a comedy horror anthology centered around the phenomenon of the Kilroy was here graffiti. Okay. So who knows? Now we don't get to find out until 2021. Oh gosh. Um, Wait, why? Oh, was it not done filming? I don't know. It doesn't say. Because it's, it's like it's not like his movies go to fucking theaters. Well, some of them, they do like the the Fathom events. Oh yeah, that's and that's it was, absolutely where he makes his money. It was scheduled for a theatrical release, uh, so that they pushed it back to 2021. Uh, during the Comic Con at home for this year, he indicated that the film was going to probably release early 2021. 
Okay, yeah. So January, February, this is getting dumped on VOD, probably. Yeah. I'll pay the the seven dollars to watch it, and I'll be like, ah. I can imagine he had one of those fans that because that's what he did with Jan and Bob reboot, mm-hmm. which I tried to go to that, and I'm so glad I didn't. <laughs> Could you imagine if you went to? One oh of those, my god, I would have been thrown out for whatever the Q and A. Yeah, like. No, I wouldn't have been asked me what I think. I would have been in the line for the Q and A to go up. Like, what the fuck happened, dude? Like, you were really, really good. Like, you were a very talented artist. And now, for some reason, that's like, you're like a pitcher that lost your fastball. And, like, not only did you lose your fastball, but every pit, you forgot how to pitch. Like, you were just like, I don't fucking know. And then someone hit a ground ball to you. You didn't catch it. You're like, oh, what is this? Is this basketball? I don't know what I'm doing. I said, yeah. And then you threw the, you took the baseball, and instead of throwing it to first base, you threw that fucker out of the park. You just ran. You ran to center field and threw it as hard as you could out of the park, and then you shit your pants. So, <laughs> so Jordan Peele, Ari Oster, Mike Flanagan, Eli Roth. So you'd have to really get well, like I don't an. Oh, why we're keeping Eli Roth in there? I was just kidding. We'd have to get a, an A team. The of, reality of it would be Eli Roth produces. Uh, no, no, it'd be Eli Roth makes one. Um, Quentin Tarantino produces. Eli Roth. Um, Robert Rodriguez. No, 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 no. Uh, redo Grindhouse. And uh, whoever like has made the two most goriest horror films recently. Oh, what's his face? The director of the It reboots. Yeah, that A- would be Andy one of Muschietti. them. Yeah, that would be one of them. Eli Roth would be one of them. And um, I don't know. That'd go right. <laughs> the director. No, whoever directed uh, uh, Happy Death Day. Okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> I don't know offhand who directed I don't either. that day. Okay. But like so like it it would have to be less like, hey, we're getting unknown filmmakers and writers and stuff here and more like Yeah, but that's what these are for nowadays. Yeah, exactly. That's absolutely what these are more for nowadays. I think I can see what makes it a good avenue for a bunch of people to get together and like collaborate, like a bunch of well known established people to do yeah. it. Yeah. But as a vehicle for for younger filmmakers, like I could see us making a super low budget horror thing and like and then it catches on a little bit online and we get to do like we get like a little bit of a budget and get to have a part in VHS five or whatever. Well, you know, my ideas. We we have pretty similar. Yeah, we have some good horror ideas. I have my two horror ideas. I have two as well. One I think we share. One is really starting to age poorly because it's very dependent upon app based dating. Oh and yeah. Then... <laughs> Forgot about that. And then the other that's timeless because it's based off a terrible Dane Cook movie. Oh, forgot about that one too. That's a great one. So my two, uh, one of them I think might have already been done, and then one of them Employee of the Month, but it's a horror movie. Right. <laughs> uh, my best friend's girl, but yeah. it's a horror movie. Waiting, but it's a horror movie. No, I had one that was like a a, a couple, a teen couple takes the girl's younger siblings trick or treating. And they all get kidnapped and lost in a haunted house because the haunted house is a front by a family of cannibals. Oh, yeah. There you go. Thought that one was a good one. And then we had one back in the day that I don't know if we could do now. Which one was that? Uh, it was um, kind of a Texas Chainsaw style where the white people get a notice that they have inherited a house that belonged to their family. So they pack up their car with their white friends and they go to 
the house and it turns out it's like a deep south old plantation that's haunted by the spirits of of mistreated slaves that all get retribution and you find out that the people that inherited the house are all ancestors and descendants of horrible slave owners yeah I remember we wrote like 10 pages of that one night because we were bored and we were like, yeah, we might, this might be, this is a better idea. I than think it is. that's uh, American Horror Story season five. No, the Roanoke. No, the one before that. Oh, the, the coven with Kathy Bates. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Cause she's plays the, the woman who the horrible woman. Yeah. Yeah. I forget her name. I can't remember her name either. But it's like one of the most horrifying it's discoveries ever. Like, yeah. Yeah. She was like torturing and doing horrible things. And it was like put the bull head on the dude. Yeah. Yeah. That was brutal. Uh, but yeah, those are the. Those oh, are no. The, in real life, like there was that was based off. That's based off yeah. a real life thing. Oh, yeah. In Louisiana. I forget her name, but she was a slave owner, fucking horrible person. And like you just had like a an attic of horrors. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, I don't really have many, many other thoughts. I think that though, this is your pod. I know. I I feel like I I derailed it. No, we're good. I just, I think that like trick or treat though. I used to have a better argument against trick or treat back in the day, but I forgot it. So now I'm just like, it's fucking stupid and you're stupid. Uh, That's, I mean, (laughs) that's your argument for most things that people like that you don't. No, that's not true. It's pretty much. You can go through most of these podcasts of the things that I don't like, and I have pretty solid reasoning for not liking them. Aside from it's stupid, not not much. No, like what? Like let's 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 figure. Let's do one. No, we have 104 episodes to go. I can't think of the things because no, 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 no. We've been trying to do movies that we both enjoy. No, 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 no. The wrong Missy. Why is that bad? You just didn't like David Spade. Oh my God! No, there's more than like it's the rape scene. The horrifying rape scene is pretty rough and not needed. The whole movie in general is not needed. Like it, I don't know who it's for. I don't know who's like the like it's I, I as I said, she's really great in it. But David Spade, what? Why do we need him anymore? I'm not saying we need to get rid of him completely. I'm just saying like why is that someone I have to watch in movies has, anymore. Has society evolved past the need for David Spade films? Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Outside of that, it was poorly written, uh, it, very poorly directed. Um, that's, that's just like your opinion. Man. Maybe, that's- maybe, I mean, I just, I throw Adam Sandler in there just for, like, you're going to have his fucking wife in it. You might as well just throw him in there. Yeah, you, I, this is all the stuff you said, yeah. This is... Yeah, I see. There's a whole podcast you can hear yeah, why is. I didn't like the wrong Missy. It wasn't just it's stupid. <laughs> I, there's a lot. So <laughs> anything else? We'll let the records come on. Itself. No, we'll let the. Let's, no, I just I'm say trying everything. to think of other ones that you. I didn't just say like. everything's just stupid. And I think that we everything else we've been pretty in agreement on for the most part. If we've both seen it, I'm trying to think of movies that you did not like that we did. And I think The Wrong Missy was one, and then there was like one or two Wait, others. Wait, you did like The Wrong Missy? I haven't seen The Wrong Missy. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. According like, to your criteria, that means you like The Wrong Missy. I haven't seen it, so how can I? I don't know. That was the one you fucking brought up. Why don't you bring up something that's not? Because I can't remember the other ones that you didn't like. You register shit in your brain of all these little slights and stuff. I do. That I don't even fucking remember sometimes. I, I don't know. That are like from years ago and you're like, this one time you said this thing to me and I was really broken up about it. And I'm like... I don't think I've ever said that. I'm like... <laughs> I think I just bring it up at weird times and you're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. And I'm just like, if... Almost if all of it. M. Bison came to your village, you should have felt proud. And, all and happy that I was there, not upset that I killed your family. 
All of it. I forget the actual quote from Street Fighter, <laughs> but that shit's hardcore. All of it stems around basketball, though. I don't. I, it's a lot of slights in basketball, but um, I yeah, I think that the anthology movie as a as a vehicle for new filmmakers is a way better use of it, just because then you you kind of embrace the like the grassroots of the genre. You get like low budget, effective. Hey, you have to make the best with what you have. You have to make it work in this framework. We're doing all that, you know. You looking up episodes? Is that you got awfully quiet over there? No, 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 no. You and your bullies were driven back by farmers with pitchforks. My father saved his village at the cost of his own life. You had him shot as you ran away. A hero at a thousand paces. Bison, I'm sorry. I don't remember any of it. Chun Li, <laughs> you don't remember? Bison. For you, the day Bison graced your village was the most important day of your life. But for me, it was a Tuesday. That shit's ice cold. Ice cold. <laughs> From Street Fighter, the movie. Terrible movie. Only good line of it. That's yeah, fair. you... No, no, you, you, you said your thing about anthologies. I let you talk, right? Yeah. No, yeah I think you got it out? Yeah, I think we're That's what I was looking up. That's all I... Yeah, that's what I... Okay. I didn't, I didn't really listen to the end there. Did you want me to? Do you want to say it again? No, I think we're good. Did you want to talk? Did you... I'm sorry. I'm going to register this as a slight, and it'll come up in <laughs> like 25 episodes. Yeah, or 25 years. I'll be like, why don't you just talk through my, my outro again? Why don't, why don't you just talk when I put a coda on thing, put a little bow on everything? It's, yeah, real cool. And for you, when I slighted you that day, it was the most important day of your life. <laughs> but for me, it was just another Tuesday. I don't remember it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So thank you guys for listening. Uh a lot of these anthology movies are streaming. There's a lot of good ones, a lot of bad ones. Yeah, if you really want to waste your time, just jump right in and <laughs> go stream these movies. Except for the Twilight Zone movie. Stream the Twilight Zone movie. Stream VHS. Um, especially if you haven't seen the Twilight Zone movie, The Terror at 20,000 Feet is a classic. Stream uh, tri- uh, not stream tr- Creepshow. Uh, stream Trick or Treat. I, You know, it is a classic to some. It's not to me, but it does fall in that that category so there you go a lot of options thank oh, you guys. um uh batman i think it's called tales of the dark knight that's a good anthology series it's not horror but i just want to throw that out there there's a really funny joel schumacher joke in there all right yeah about batmobiles driving up walls so thank you guys for listening um <laughs> you find us twitter and instagram is at half a brew is that it for these horrors because i thought there were more but I th- I'm thinking I'm thinking a whole series. List, but no, yeah. I, know. I think I'm thinking like TV series though. Yeah, it's a it's a deep it's a deep medium. If you do it right, it's it's very it's very successful. If you do it right, I think Haunting of Hill House and Bly Manor are two recent examples of that with like a series where there's two standalones. Um, American Horror Story, like you said, but those are different. But it's the same cast and the same writer director and the same collaborators. Oh, is it the same so, cast? Yeah. It's oh, a lot I of the same it, cast. Oh, I knew it was the same writer director. I just didn't know. Yeah, Flanagan brought back a bunch of the same actors and actresses. Oh, okay. And then it's just a different setting completely. It's just the same story. No, it's um. So the first season is the haunting of Hill House. This season is uh, the turn of the screw. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's an old Henry James novella, I believe. Okay. But uh, so far, pretty good. We got I'm stupid. We had a bit more of it to, I to watch. I watch books. I watch movies. And we'll be back. Thank I don't you know guys. how to read. <laughs>